Nut Nerd Podcast, Episode 135. There's no Z in Laser. Welcome to the Not Nerd Podcast. I'm Nate Heath, and we are here to help you tech better. We have all kinds of tech goodness to talk about today, the latest news, some helpful tips, and our picks of the week. Here with me, as always, is Mr. Dave Baylor. Well, hello there, Nate. Hello. Across the very large table from me. Yes, our uh, huge recording studio. One of these days, we should mix it up and get within 15 or 20 feet yes. of each other. Yes. I was trying to think what I've been up to in the tech world yeah. this week. You know, just regular stuff. It's been a busy week. The holiday, July yeah. 4th. Oh, that threw everything There off. was a birthday party for your daughter. There's... All these, Your birthday. Uh, my birthday. Just things going on, and it doesn't feel like I was very productive this week. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of about the same for me. I've got a couple projects that are hoping to get more done last week, but now this week we're doing even more. Mm-hmm. Well, let's move into some follow-up then. We just talked last week, well, just about every story we talked about last week in episode 134 was about Amazon. Yes, sir. Uh, and I think it was literally after we got done recording, I went home and opened up, I don't know if it was Reddit or where it popped up, and I got uh, delivering Amazon's packages to the top of the world. So Mm. it's talking about over in, uh, I believe it's northern India, near Tibet, near China, and these package services over there that are delivering, kind of like Blaine Washington, where Mm -hmm. we were talking about that's all the Canadians come down. Well, all these companies have sprouted up over there that are basically... They're like Sherpas for these packages <laughs> yeah. with their motorcycles or however they're doing it, getting it up to, um, you know, 11,562 feet up in the Himalayas. Wow. Uh, but a pretty interesting little story just to see how it's obviously not a huge market for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but they want to be there and they want to have that goal of being able to deliver to everybody. And this article has a picture of Leh, India and the Himalayans. Himalayans? Himalayans. In the Himalayan well, see, it's a Himalayan town is mm. what I was trying to read. I'll at least use that as my excuse. But they're offering doorstep delivery. Yeah. So yeah. someone from Leh, India could go online, order, I don't know, fake mustaches. You know, that yes. kit that's got the oh, different yeah. ones. I've got some at home, I'll sell you. Yeah. And then a few days later, it's probably not prime. No, they said uh, five to seven days, I believe, for the doorstep delivery to most locations. Yeah. And then... The, the gentleman there in the picture could be sitting in his home and the doorbell rings and there's his mustaches. Yes. What a wonderful service. Is. This is so helpful to this part of the world. It is. Uh, yeah. So they have a couple different stories of different people, a monk and an expecting mother and just how it's making it a lot easier for them to get stuff via Amazon and how it's also hurting some of the local small shops. But. Oh, I didn't really think about that. Yeah, but how they're working all that out. Uh, We also talked back on episode 131, Facebook is listening, with Mike Peterson was on. We were talking a little bit about uh, Uganda's social media tax Mm -hmm. that they were putting in place. Works out to be about five cents a day, but that works out to be... Uh, a good portion of their income for the average person. Mm-hmm. And the uh, leader of Uganda, everybody's buddy, President Yoweri Museveni, 
very close to Mussolini, but not the same Hmm. person and probably not related. He says, Ugandans were using such platforms for lying and squandering the nation's hard currency on fees to foreign-owned telecom firms. Uh, I thought last time it was because they're gossiping. Yeah. He's changing his story every time. Yes. They're, They're lying. They're gossiping. Here's another quote. It's from Museveni. Luxury by those who are enjoying themselves or those who are malicious. All the moral reasons are in favor of that tax. So you can't enjoy yourself. No, don't do that. Don't have fun. No. Uh, Don't learn anything. He's not great. There's another story I'll link to as well that uh, they're working on trying to ban VPN apps, which is a way the tech savvy can get around mm-hmm. this kind of thing and have a little more security while they're trying to get rid of those, which many company, or companies, many countries that are not the nicest to their people are trying to control their people, yeah. uh, do this kind of stuff. So, So they basically, these government institutions, they don't want people to be educated yeah. because then people will realize, hey – really sucks here (laughs) and then there'll be a change in government so they're trying to curtail that protect themselves uh and as many of you know if you've been listening for a while i traveled to uganda this spring you can read more about that at the nonprofit i traveled with i wrote up a little wrote up a write-up of Mm. my trip Mm. at patrickschildren.org which brings us to daveschildren.org, <laughs> davesprotipoftheweek.org. I've got a website for every child I have. Yes. Hundreds and hundreds. <laughs> so this is a quick tip. This is going to be really short. <laughs> no, it's, I'm serious this time. Okay. Now, this applies primarily to computers. Mm-hmm. How many times, Nate, have you gone to a website and you copied a bunch of content and you're like, oh, I got to send this in an email or something like that. And you paste it into the email and like the font's real big. It's in italics. There's some like HTML garbage in there that's formatted all weird or yeah. whatever. And, you're, and so you have to go through and clean it up and change the font. and All the time. Yeah. It's a pain. Yes. Right? Well, what if I told you that in one quick keystroke, you could get rid of all that formatting? I would be excited. Would you pay me for it? <laughs> yes. 1999. $19.99. Well, we all know that when you go to copy something, it's command or control C, mm-hmm. depending on your platform. And if you want to pay something, it's command or control V. Why V? Because it's next to the C. That's yes, the only reason. Exactly. And then if you want to cut something, it's the X. That's just a little pro tip I put in there. Yes. Um, and the difference there is that it will delete the item from your screen and copy it to the pasteboard. That's what cut is. So copy, cut, and paste. Well, when you copy something or cut something and you want to put it back into a document without formatting, to be fancy, sans formatting, mm. mm-hmm, look it up, kids, you will hold down, in addition to your control or command, you will hold down the shift key. So shift on a Mac, shift command V will paste that text into your document with no formatting, just the text. It works on PCs too. I've tried it. So control shift control V will remove all formatting from the text. And that's the tip of the week. uh, Huge, huge. I use that all the time. Well, we have some takes this week. The tech news that I, we 
found scouring the internet <laughs> through all the not news, all the junk. And this is the stuff that's important to you. This first story, especially there's a Chinese company that claims it's laser AK 47 can set you on fire from a half mile away. This is frightening. Yeah. I think, uh, I would like our friends at the Mark and Todd cast, mm-hmm. uh, to cover this because they do, they're a very Portland based science podcast. So mm-hmm. they pick different topics and, I think they've done some stuff on lasers in the past, but basically they have created this gun that will shoot this laser and from a half mile away, it could set a person on fire. That does, uh, I do not like this. Yeah. So it's like G.I. That... Joe. I hope it's blue and red lasers like G.I. <laughs> Joe. Well, I could be the guy a half mile away that gets caught on fire. I don't like this very much. Yes. And this is just a fun fact or a pro tip for those of you. When you go to spell laser, there's no Z in this, people. Mm. It's L-A-S-E-R. Laser. There's no Z unless yes. it's laser tag, which Ooh. is like a brand or something like that. Yes. So that's just a little fun fact for those of you who are into grammar and spelling. We don't have a lot of details on this as far as pictures or video. The article actually has... <laughs> there's a picture right here. <laughs> yes. Completely accurate of dinosaurs outfitted with lasers. Yeah. Um, but Sweet picture. Pretty cool technology, and maybe Mark and Todd will pick up on that and run with it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, now this story. Famously, we are pretty Apple, pro-Apple, mm-hmm. pro-iPhone, and Samsung, we never fail to bring up when they have issues, mostly it's, because it's they to, have a lot of issues. Yeah, it's fun to pick, them, pick on them when they're down. Yes, sure. and we bring up if Apple has issues as well, because sure. we like to address it. But the majority of people either have an Apple or a Samsung phone. They're the two mm-hmm. major players in the smartphone market. Well, on some of Samsung's latest models, the S9 phones, with their latest, their default app, this Samsung software, this isn't, people haven't hacked them or anything. Mm-hmm. Well, some people found that it started, the default messaging app started sending pictures to other people via text messages randomly at any time, sometimes huge chunks of their photo library to people. <laughs> and there was no record of it sending on your phone, so you would never know. That is frightening extremely frightening so if you have so it looks like the galaxy note 8 or the galaxy s9 there's been a bunch of complaints of this happening i don't know how you would even know until somebody says hey i got a bunch of pictures of your food last night in the middle of the night and it kept waking me up because it was sending me a bunch of text messages it almost makes me think there's no proof of this that there's like some government backdoor type of thing that went haywire and that was going to be my first suggestion is this is probably already implemented and sending photos your photos to some clandestine organization that you don't know about and there was a hiccup yeah. and now it's sending it off to your friends to and your family, friends your inappropriate pictures that you <sighs> took with uh, somebody at the bar the night before yes i it's crazy i don't know That is not good for Samsung, especially because the next story I have is that they have seen a huge drop in their high-end smartphone sales. Um, Timothy Martin reporting for the Wall Street Journal, sales of the company's latest flagship device, the Galaxy S9, have been weak as consumers keep their phones longer and remain unimpressed with the newest options. 
Um, Lee Swing Wu, a soul-based analyst at Eugene Investment and Securities. Why is it? It's in Seoul, but it's called Eugene. That's a town in Portland. It is. Or, or in Portland. It's wow. A, everything's in I'm Portland. I'm good at geography. No, it's a town in Oregon, I think you were going to yes. say. Yes. Expect Samsung will ship about 31 million Galaxy S9 devices in 2018. That would mark a dramatic decline from just two years ago when the Galaxy S7 became Samsung's best-selling phone ever with roughly 50 million shipments. So the link I have in the show notes is from John Gruber at Daring Fireball, and his first comment on this. That's what he does. He links to articles and does his own take on it. He says, imagine the hysteria if flagship iPhone sales dropped 40% That's in two huge. years. That's huge. 40%. I... <laughs> It's crazy. And iPhones are still growing in growth, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Well, I wonder how many of those 40 jumped over to Apple. Yeah, yeah. Or they're just going with the, you know, Samsung still sells a lot of low-end yeah. smartphones, but you're not getting the quality. You're not getting the updates. Um, you're even worse off with those ones, but they're cheaper, which statistically they've shown that most people that go for Android phones, most, not all, is because they're looking for a cheaper phone. Mm -hmm. um, and the majority of people actually prefer iPhones. And I just saw something that I believe, uh, I think the iPhone 8 was the uh, best-selling smartphone like last quarter in the world, mm -hmm. worldwide sales. Wow. Um, best phone model. So. We have an employee here who just switched back from an iPhone or from an iPhone back to an Android device. And I'm like, why, uh, why her has, her husband's an Android fan, but I tell you, I'm going to tell her about this story. Oh, I got some inappropriate pictures you took. Yeah. They just yeah, randomly I keep getting text messages yeah. from you. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> time hop. Have you used time hop? It's a little service on Facebook where it shows you. So no. Facebook has built in stuff and even Apple photos where it shows you like your memories, photos from, uh, you know, okay. five years ago. Yeah. So time hop has been a very popular service with that. Well, they had a little bit of a security issue where apparently somebody outside the business company got administrator access mm -hmm. to all their servers. They didn't notice for like six months. <laughs> they were able to trace and they hadn't logged in a whole bunch, but that doesn't mean they didn't get all the data out of there and yeah. then they logged back in. So they're working on fixing that. But, um, you know, if you had signed in with your email and used your same password, like we always talk about mm -hmm. now, this person or everyone on the dark web could have your email and password. So yeah, was, uh, uh, security. Let's there's, talk about something fun. Let's do it. Uh, well, there's some third-party email apps like Edison that let employees read user emails. Mm, not quite as fun as I was thinking. <laughs> oh. uh, so, yeah, there's all these email apps that yeah. you can sign into your Gmail or your Outlook or whatever and use these apps that tout better features. You've mm -hmm. talked about several. You, use, you have mail. used uh, several different ones. Spark, Airmail, yeah. Um, well, apparently those privacy policies that you just agreed to, some of them said, hey, we're going to – we have the right to read through your emails. Now, you kind of assume that some of them, they're scanning emails for keywords, mm -hmm. for ads. But these ones, it's just like, well, yeah, we can, if we want to read through your email on a rainy day. Yeah, I've been considering switching back just the stock Apple yeah. um, email client because you don't have to worry about security there. Yeah. It's there. I mean, if there is a problem, it's a bug. It's not somebody yes. <laughs> intentionally trying to steal not your somebody stuff. somebody bored. Uh, well, and Twitter... 
Yeah. They're actually doing something good on this whole mess of security and fake news and everything. They've been sweeping out tons of fake accounts. They said that in June alone, they did 70 million fake accounts that they closed I down. wondered where 10 of my accounts went. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, and a million a day is what they're currently, their burn rate of going through. So these are just bot accounts, ones that just are spammy, uh, junk accounts. Hopefully through all this, they will free up yeah. Some usernames because there's a lot of people that signed up for Twitter like in 2009 and haven't tweeted since. They have one tweet. Yes, exactly. Uh, but Twitter's working on that. And Facebook, they shut down three apps that I had never heard of before. I wonder maybe that has something to do with them shutting them down. Yeah, exactly. They they decided to shut down. Have you Had you heard of any of these apps? There's three. There's no. Hello, Moves, and TBH. Nope. Maybe hello. <laughs> hello. Well, I think you're confusing it with some one of the billion Google messaging yeah. apps. But Go- hello was an Android app, which was for people using Android in Brazil, the U.S., and Nigeria, which, you know, those three countries that mm-hmm. always go together. Uh, combined information from Facebook with contact information on their phone, which I think Facebook already kind of do- does anyways. 2014, they bought the fitness app Moves, which okay. is a so a fitness tracking app. They were trying to get more data, and then the TBH was an anonymous social media app for high school students in the UH. They acquired that in 2017. In the UH, the US, US, UH. Man, I didn't know where the UH was. I am was. reading gooder today. So, and the company also said it would delete all user data. This is really not news. It just means they tried it. They bought two of these. They started the hello, the other one. They never caught on at all. So mm-hmm. that it's not worth keeping people working on these because they're just wasting money trying to, but they were trying to get more data, trying to expand their empire. Mm-hmm. And uh, those, those ones that did not work on other ones, such as Instagram and WhatsApp are working out all right for them. Working out good. Yes. Uh, here's a great story. Mm-hmm. I actually Dave, read this one. I know you like to fight crime. <laughs> I do. You are a superhero, always looking for a way mm-hmm. to fight crime. I'm always looking into the crowds, trying to spot the bad guy. Yes. Well, there's a great way that we can fight crime as a society. Watch more television. Done. <laughs> done and done. Dave, tell us what, what this, uh, from the New Yorker, what they had to say about how to fight crime with your television. Well, there's a lot of nuance to this and a lot of information, so I'll try to sum it up as best I can. But you've all heard that politicians will come out once in a while and they'll link watching television shows or playing video games leads to violence, like these violent shows cause people to be violent. But when it gets all whittled down and you actually look at the data, one, that's usually never true. There may be some instances where it's true, but generally it's just not a thing. I side more on violent programming and games actually allow people to release their aggression. Mm. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like a a release valve for people versus, oh, now I'm going to go emulate what I did. Let's face it. People are lazy. It's like, yeah. If I can just hit somebody in this game, it's a lot easier yeah. than going out it's and like actually crime. Hit yeah. Do you want to go out and rub a bank or sit home and hack yeah. somebody's database and get all the information and yeah. do it from the comfort of your own home? So back to this article, there's some nice data that correlates 
like sporting events and various things in towns with crime. And whenever there are sporting events or movies come out that are like rated R violent movies, they track these crime statistics and they actually go down Hmm. after. So it was interesting. Did you get anything else out of this article? Yeah, I I was looking through it a little bit and it does talk. So basically they're kind of coming to the conclusion that Mm – by keeping busy, you're you're, you're going to do less crime. You're if not you've got getting some, in trouble. Yeah, if you're watching the Super Bowl, yep. there's a good chance you're not going to commit a crime. Now, after if your team wins or loses, yeah. you might go commit a crime. But there's what they were saying though, like the city, like in Boston or something. If the game is being played in Boston for the hometown or whatever, the chances of crime going up after that event are higher. Yeah, but nationwide. They actually go down yeah. because people are watching the game. They're having fun with good friends versus a bunch of, you know, juvenile delinquents out kicking over cans and spray painting stuff. They're at home watching TV. Yeah. And so. (laughs) Well, it's like the oft quoted Adam Carolla. I listened to his podcast and he's been talking lately. He's kind of, he's really into cars. He has some very collectible cars. He Mm -hmm. goes to different vintage car races, all this stuff travels around for that. He'll come back and they'll start reading the news about the latest Trump thing or the latest border thing or whatever it is. And he goes, you know what is so great about going to these races? That never comes up. Mm-hmm. You ask somebody how they're doing just around you know, Portland, they're like, oh my goodness, this is the worst time the in history. times. Everything is so horrible. He goes, you ask somebody there, they go... Man, I'm having the hardest time getting that part for the carburetor on the Corvette, you know? And yeah. it's just like, he's like, get a project to do, a positive yeah. project. Hobbies. Have something that you can be into because boredom, what's the saying? Boredom creates massive violence. Is that what I think I, it is? I don't remember. <laughs> but it reminds me of, there's a musician turned pastor that I'm familiar with from back in Kansas. And I follow him on Twitter. And every tweet, I need to go back and look. There has not been one tweet probably in the last six to 12 months that doesn't have the word Trump in it. Yeah. And I'm like, if, focus on something else Life. here. There's so much There's more. so much more to talk about. I know. You're putting all your eggs in one well, basket. Well, maybe that's just because we are the most nonpartisan tech podcast in the universe. So we focus so much on bringing you good technology mm-hmm. that we don't I, – I get caught in the rabbit hole, though, too. But this article, read it through. It's yeah. an interesting article just to think of a different perspective instead that just the TV is horrible. It's like, hey, maybe being a part of something, watching something, getting yep. involved in a good TV show. Being part of a community yes. can help the crime rate go down. There we and go. So, I'm going to be watching more TV tonight. I will, too. I might even actually go to a movie. (laughs) That is our commitment to you to watch more television. Uh, Speaking of movies, videos, there's... This is one you can watch. Yes. There was these guys, and they've done something similar before, but they created a so-called artificial intelligence Mm -hmm. that created an entire movie in 48 hours. And this is not unlike the paint colors. Yes. And the what was the other thing besides yes. paint colors? Uh, there were two rounds oh, of paint the colors. Oh, the ice cream. And the ice cream flavors. Yes. They gave this AI a bunch of movie footage. They gave it some faces of actors. They had volunteers or their partners or whoever were working on this project. They would record a bunch of lines on camera, just their, their torsos. Yeah. And then the computer would take through uh, – what do they call that? That – deep fake technology oh, yeah. where they yeah. put 
a the person. face and the or modify the face yeah. based on the yeah. And so it's faking faces on top of real actors, and so it it cut up this old um, Vincent Price sci-fi horror <laughs> movie and put a bunch of lines and stuff on people's faces, and it's it's terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. It doesn't make any sense. But what a fun little project. Hey, it, it, I bet they didn't commit any crimes while they were putting this thing together. And you know what? A movie was made that I watched Yeah, that nobody, a computer did <laughs> nobody it. Nobody made. I mean, I imagine, mean, these guys put a lot of work into it yes. and putting all this stuff together, but. But imagine a future where it's like, oh, Netflix has a new series that's out and a computer put together the script, the lines, maybe there's a few actors and it's just artificially created entertainment. Yeah. And they know. actually used for the soundtrack that juke deck, which is where the Not Nerd theme yeah. song came from. Yep. Um, where they can do that. So they did a completely robo composed score, they say. <laughs> yeah. Um, based and the music on the wasn't that bad. Platform. The music was pretty good. Yeah. So pretty crazy um, what these guys came up with and created. Didn't create the best output, but no. uh, the process. It's very much like the colored names. Yes. You know, they didn't come out great, but the, it named them. And perhaps one of the creepiest part of this article is that its name is Benjamin, this AI, because it chose its own name. They had it choose its name and it chose Benjamin. Benjamin. Oh, but <laughs> wow. call me Benjamin. Benjamin. I like it. Um, speaking some more short films, Apple posted a couple more. Their shot on iPhone campaign. We were talking a couple weeks ago about mm-hmm. their new videos to help you take better pictures. Well, they're actually kind of tying in how to do better photos and videos by creating some um, short films. These ones, soccer or football based. Football. Uh, for the non United Statesians. We just need, we need to figure it out. We just all need to call it football. Yeah. And we need to call American football something else. Uh, Soccer. Brain injury. (laughs) Yeah. Concussion. Concussion Concussion ball. Concuss ball. Yes. But yeah, some really cool videos, just these short. uh, Soccer is a very, I would say, a poetic sport. It's, Mm. you know, the flow, the kick, uh, the international love for it. The, The fake. The fake hurt. <laughs> yes, yeah. the flops. The flops. Yes, there are some great short films of flops coming out, <laughs> uh, inspired by some of the amazing flops at the World Cup, which wraps up this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, go Europe, since all four teams in the finals are European, uh, and we don't want to be any more partisan than that. Right. Um, but yeah, go check out these videos. They're a fun little watch. And then there's another story I found. It's weird how these things kind of group together mm-hmm. randomly as we put our show notes together and our links. It's just a story about these guys that have made some uh, movies on iPhones. Talks about some of the equipment they've used, um, how they've had to really in the past, you know, using $5 Ikea lamps for lighting these super tight budget. Mm -hmm. But now with the iPhone 10, and I've been really tempted, uh, there's a company called Moment. Mm Mm-hmm. It makes phone lenses. Yep. Um, there's several companies. Oloclip is a favorite. Right. Um, but people but tend to like Moment. Moment. They've created this portrait, like almost a film-making lens mm-hmm. uh, to go on the iPhone X. Um, they're using one of those gimbals, the handheld, which I actually – You have I should, one of those. I should, and I should talk about that. I see tons of ads for them in Instagram too. I don't know if that's just me or everybody. A Zoom recorder. 
which I also have. Yeah, well, you have all the tools to make I a movie. I have all the tools Let's to make, make a movie. movie. Let's do it. The Not Nerd Movie, coming soon. Well, I just finished writing a script for the Family Camp Play yeah. for next week. Let's turn why it can't into I, a movie. Why can't I make a movie script? I like it. It's got to be easy. Listeners, you buy me that moment portrait lens. Lens, yeah. And then we will make a movie based on your script, Dave. What if we don't have the lens and we just use the built-in lens? Oh, I can't it won't do work. It. <laughs> it won't work. Sorry, yes. it um, won't look filmish enough. But it, really, there is no excuse to not make you know great video these days. And mm-hmm. we have all the tools. It's just being creative and taking the time because it's not a quick process unless you use your AI to do it in forty-eight hours. Yeah. Your results may vary. (laughs) Very true. Very true. Also, where our results may vary, our picks of the week. I'm in a constant struggle to try to get things done, to do things, you know? And I looked at my to-do list today, and that's actually my pick of the week. And there was something on the list I haven't done yet. So they Mm. are very useful. I need to do it before the end of the day. And it's creeping up on the end of the day. My pick of the week is an app called Todoist. Hmm. It's got the word to do in it, so it's easy to remember, yes. right? Todoist has been around a while, and I have tried it a couple times in the past. <laughs> I was going to say, famously, <laughs> you and I both have gone through many methods, many, many. applications, as we do with many things, why yeah. we do this podcast, because we try out all this different stuff. And I know I've tried this one in the past. We were Trello a while ago, Evernote we mm-hmm. use off and on. There's so and many different Slack, options. All these things. We're students of productivity. Yes. Is what we are. So I finally went back around. And one thing that is important for me with task management items is I have to be able to tag them. And I'm going to go into this really quick because I know that a lot of people probably don't care, but it is useful. Uh, one thing, for example, that Gmail does that other mail platforms don't do or don't do well is it allows you to put a tag or a label or a flag on your email. Well, with tags or labels, you can put the email any place you want as long as you label it. And you can label it multiple things. So it, in essence, can live in multiple places. Mm-hmm. The same with task management. I've got to be able to say this is a task that pertains to work. It's for this particular segment of work. And maybe I'm going to tag it with Nate because I need Nate's help on it. So I can go through my day. I can put all my task lists in there. And one of them could be for work. One of them could be for home. One of them could be for for the podcast. But I'm going to put a little tag of Nate on every single one of those. And when he gets here, I just click the tag label. And no matter where those tasks are stored, no matter what they pertain to, They've got Nate, and I can ask you. It's just very effective. Yeah. So Todoist will allow you that feature, but here's the gotcha. You've got to pay for that feature. Mm. They will let you add tasks, organize tasks and folders, but in order to tag them, you have to subscribe to their yearly thing. It's not that expensive. And the workaround was, for me, I'm using pretty much a trial because if you have Trello tasks, you can import Trello tasks, and they'll give you two or three months of free premium to try to get you to switch over yeah and so i've tried it and i actually like it and i think when the subscription is over i'm going to go for it and use it for real i think what held me back in the past is it didn't have tags unless you pay for the feature the free so that is a lot of information about this and i know i went on this whole tangent and i almost did a a dave's pro tip of the week on tagging information 
But if you're looking for a very capable to-do list with tags, you could do far worse than Todoist. Yeah, I I go back. And, I was trying to use the Apple Notes for a while, but it has folders but no tags, even yeah. though Apple's operating system has... Supports tags. Supports tags. So why those aren't built into there and Evernote... It's kind of I just ah. Evernote has tags and folders, but it gets and messy. Google has a new to do list feature, but I don't yeah. know if tags, even though it's like part of Gmail. Yeah. Uh, well, I my know. pick of the week. We're going to keep it a little simpler. Yeah. Light. Okay. Have you ever seen light before? Is this the type of beer that claims to have fewer <laughs> yes. calories, less carbs, fewer yeah. calories? No, this is the thing that the sun produces oh. or uh, light bulbs and the like. Right, right. I'm familiar with that yes. stuff. Um, and sometimes we like to take pictures with our beautiful iPhone tens and mm-hmm. take amazing pictures. Yeah. But sometimes you just don't have enough light. Gotcha. And so I have a pretty big LED kind of light bar box thing that we could go on a rig or with your video camera or something, but it's pretty clunky. Mm -hmm. You've, and we also had one, uh, with our video camera that was pretty tiny, Mm -hmm. pretty simple, just on off. Not very powerful. Yes. So I went to Amazon as I often do, as Mm -hmm. you should, whenever you want to do any shopping, go to amazon.notnerd.com. And that's redirects to our affiliate link. We get a couple pennies back, but this product here, Hmm. Is I'm going to hand it over to you, Dave. It looks very look similar to the one that came with the camera. Yes, with the video, the professional video camera. I'm going to guess that it has variable brightness. Yes, it does. Oh my word! And it is bright. So Holy it, cow! It's about the size of the face is about half the size of an iPhone, I'd say, and then it's um, you know about an inch thick. Uh, it's got variable brightness, so there's a little knob on the back. Uh, it takes two AA batteries. It's got some little cold shoe mounts that you could slide other things to connect to it. Yes. Uh, Like the picture has a little boom mic or you could use multiple of these. So the title, because I know you're wondering, is the Ulanzi Ultra Bright LED Video Light LED 49 Dimmable Ultra Bright Portable High Power Panel Video Light LED Light for DJI Osmo Mobile 2's Yun... Smooth four gimbals, Canon, Nikon, Sony, digital DSLR cameras. Wow! Did, is there a manufacturer that they didn't put in there? <laughs> I don't know, but how how Amazon just hasn't figured out how to let people have better titles and still. You know what they need? Tags. Tags. Yes, if they just had tags uh, or keywords or anything. Yeah. But anyways, so I found this light, uh, purchased it. And the other night, uh, we had some of my in-laws in town, my daughter's birthday. We were sitting there. She was opening some gifts the night before her party because they were leaving the next morning. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, we need some light in here. And I took some pictures, and they really – I think it added a lot. I, Dave, I'll give, I'll let you see it. Okay. And I'm also going to pick what this thing costs because I haven't looked it up. Yes. Because, one, I can't remember the title. It took you four days to say it. Mm-hmm. Very nice. I've been in your house before, and it's on the darker side. Yeah, yeah. It's, it was late afternoon, so yeah. we keep the shades drawn. Um, we had several people in the room, and they were sitting on the floor. The iPhone has a capable flash, but the bright flash, it just, I just it's don't always like harsh. what it does. And this with the adjustable, you can kind of – it doesn't have to be 
right next to the phone. So I was kind of holding it up, trying to get rid of some shadows and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but a great little device. If you like pictures and if you've ever been in a not perfectly lit room. Mm-hmm. So Dave, how much would you pay well, for the Alonzi? Uh, <laughs> I'll read the whole thing no, again. No, please don't. The light. We'll just call it the light. The light. Well, it is not a loom cube. Yes. Remember the loom cubes? They were very robust, like uh, aluminum grade. Yeah, like almost an action sports light type thing yeah. with a lot of features. But they were like ninety bucks yeah. or something like I'd that. I say they're like eighty bucks. I'm actually still waiting on them for a Kickstarter <laughs> they did for the second version of that that they're they're working on getting it oh, figured out. We're so, trying to. like two it, years later. Meanwhile, they're selling them in yes, Walmart. Exactly. So this is a little more weight, I think, than the one. Probably because of the two batteries, it makes it a little heavy. Um, I did notice that the dial it confuses me a little bit because it goes bright and then kind of goes dim again. I don't know what yeah, that's about. I it's think not it's not perfect. It's probably a cheap dial. So I'm going to say this thing cost you – I don't want to go too cheap. I'm going to go nine ninety nine. Well, that would have been a steal. It was actually twelve ninety eight. Oh, twelve ninety eight. I was close. I thought yes. fifteen was too high. So. Yes, um, and they don't have enough data here. It looks like to see. I'm sure there's. It's one of those things where there's a million different brands mm-hmm. on this. It's just um, rebranded it, whatever. But this was a reasonable one. I did like having the connectors. Uh, you do mm-hmm. have the tripod mount mount on the bottom of the female and the hot shoe or cold shoe screw mm-hmm. um, on the bottom. So if you're That's into nice. photography. Just go get a light. They've got a bunch of pictures, the Amazon link of what you can do. Um, and you could get a couple of them. So then that way, if you need something real bright in front of your camera, you could connect them together. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you could set them around a room and get re- some really nice full lighting at twelve ninety nine a piece. I think the last one, that bigger, huge one I got, uh, was at least double the price. That was and it works, 20. Yeah. it works very well uh, for what it is. But this is extremely portable. I carried it around in my pocket for a while the mm-hmm. other day so very nice uh, check it out well those are our picks of the week that's the tech news of the week you need to know please uh go next week i promise you we're going to read an itunes review we're going to start reading <laughs> through your guys's itunes review so if you've not reviewed the podcast go over to uh apple itunes do a mm-hmm. review in there Share it with a friend. So you know somebody, that person that always is like, ah, my phone doesn't work, or oh, I lost my password to Facebook, or oh, I've been hacked again. Tell somebody who's a huge Android fan yes. just to tick them off. Yes, there you go. <laughs> get them hooked, and we'll get them switched over to Apple. Um, but I know we have some Android listeners as well. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening. We try to keep it broad range for everybody. We're just concerned for our listeners. So. This is true. So now get out there and tech better. Hey, I have a question for you. I'm sorry, am I interrupting your beatboxing? <laughs>